Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 14, 2021. The time is about... 3.30 3.30 p.m. Ready and MPC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any questions, you can press, uh, you can raise your hand and you'll be announced with your uh, name to ask a question. Shruti? Yeah, hi. Uh, so, hi, Rahul. Thanks for the Shruti, you... You got cut off for some reason. Shruti? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Shruti. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so the uh, reason uh, for the call today is that uh, we have, uh, apl- I mean, my husband has made a switch in his job. I'm in my H4, so he's in H1B. So he moved from employer A to employer B. And uh, the employer A kind of withdrew his H-1B application once he quit that company. And my Mm -hmm. H-4 that was filed along with the employer A has been denied now. And the employer B has uh, already filed H-1B and H-4, which is approved, and I have a valid I-94. I just wanted to know if there is anything that is to be done from my end now. So you have the H-4 validity right now. Yep. You have the I-94 validity right now. Yep. You're fine, ma'am. You don't have to do anything. You're good. So the denial notice, I don't have to be bothered about anything, right? No, ma'am. You don't have to bother it. All You're good. right. That's Make sure you keep the receipt notice with you that you filed a H-4 on time. The pre, the one yeah, which got you got denied. Okay. Both for the denial and the new approval is what you're saying, right? Yeah. For both the receipt notices, keep them with you. Got you. All right. So there is nothing to be informed to no, the ma'am. USCIS about my current No, ma'am. You're good. You're good. You're Thank good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Sahil Dos. Hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, the reason for my call is, so uh, my current employer uh, is filing for my H1 extension and uh, the H4 uh, extension as well for my wife. So both are uh, due to expire in mid of October this year. And at the same time, I have an offer from employer B. Uh, mm-hmm. It will start the transfer process in the next one or two weeks. So when is your uh, I-94 expiring? Uh, 26th of October, uh, this ah. year. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, my question to you is, so my current uh, H1 extension will be filed in premium processing uh, mm-hmm. along with the H4 and everything. So mm-hmm. what, what should be my line of action? Uh, so should I, uh, when I'm transferring my H1, should I transfer the H4 as well along with that? 
or should I yeah. uh, let as, my as employer a, def- a? As a defense, I would like you to apply for the H4 also. Remember the other lady, the previous right. company, H1B, right. they withdraw the H4 got right. denied. You don't want that to happen. So that's Correct. the reason I want you to file one more H4. Are okay. you eligible? Is she eligible for EAD? Right. She is. She is. So that's what I wanted what, to ask you. Yeah. Follow up. I would apply for EAD also. Let me ask you one question. What is your priority mm-hmm. date? 2017. I know you have said in a lot of forums, do not change the job. <laughs> so, uh, I don't switch. Uh, my, my priority date is, uh, Feb of 2017. We'll see you long, long time in this conference call, buddy. <laughs> You'll be my guest for a long time. I'll make money on you. Okay. If you don't follow my directions, I, you, I make money, but it's up to you, buddy. I, I, yeah, that's, I don't know. Okay. Any other question? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, so should I, should I file the H4 uh, EAD through mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. employer mm-hmm. A and employer B both? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You do. You do. So H4, you, H4 you, and H4 EAD from, from both. Yes, employers. sir. Yes, sir. You do that. But it okay. has no implication, right? Uh, so you, no parallel applications impl- can go. No, sir. No implication. Remember the other girl? She got it approved. Correct. No problem. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next Thanks, person, sir. please. Sambhav? No, hi. Uh, I'm Sambhav here. My wife is currently in the U.S. I'm an H1B here and she I can't hear you properly, Sambhav. Uh, can you hear me now? Little bit better. Yeah, so my wife is in India. She's on H4 and uh, she had priority back in June into the travel plan. I want to know if she can apply for an NIE. I come under NIE because I work in healthcare and IT, healthcare IT actually. So I want to know if she can apply for an NIE and if it's rejected, can I uh, reach out to my local uh, Congress representative and, you know, uh, ask You don't me. have any US children, children is right? No, I do not. Um, everybody is applying for NIE. Believe me, everybody mm-hmm. has their own core thing saying that they're NIE. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have had a staff meeting today. I mean, everybody is saying they're eligible for NIE. So we are wondering how everybody is going to be eligible for. Um, we did apply in the London consulate. They sent a lengthy list of things, questions. Uh, we are responding to that right now. Um, if you are eligible for uh, a, 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 a national trust exception, though, she's definitely exempt for him too. Okay. And okay. what should we mention, like when we write the email to the consulate, like uh, what should we let them know, like based, like basically where I work and it, it falls under NI and like what category yeah. it falls under NI, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most probably we are going to update you on um, next Tuesday, YouTube, I want you to watch mm-hmm. it. We'll update you about NIE, okay? okay? How to qualify, what are the things, how they are behaving. We'll update you on that. Sure. Next person, please. Hey, just, uh, hi, um, my name is Divya. Uh, so I have a, uh, I'm on uh, H4 EAD and my EAD has expired. Um, mm-hmm. Just wanted to know, like, um, can I work for an, any Indian-based company uh, remotely no. from U.S.? No, we consider as a rule of buts. That means that if you are sitting in United States, if you're working, you must have a work permit. Whether you work in Mars, well, you know, there are some things on the Mars. People log into Mars nowadays to work on this, right? Or whether you work in India, we don't care. We care where you sit at. 
So you don't have an authorization, you cannot work. You cannot work for Indian companies either from USA. Got it. Uh, do we have any estimated timeline, like after the biometrics, how long it's taking? We don't, or, really. Yes, it may anywhere between one to six months is a typical timing. One to six months. Uh, so, uh, like uh, last time I tried to reach you out to see if I could add myself to that, uh, uh, what is that? Court litigation. Po- yeah, we're uh, not doing lawsuit to the lawsuit. Yeah, with the court litigation, we're not doing it anymore. The only yeah. thing we did was the class action lawsuit. You're already eligible for the class action lawsuit. Unfortunately, you already got your biometrics done, so right. you didn't benefit. Rest of the people who were was not part of the lawsuit also, they got mm-hmm. benefited because they didn't have to go through biometrics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So there is nothing I have to that we can do. Now. <laughs> okay. Everybody is 30% of the 40% of the people come to ask for expedite. We can't do expediting for H4EAD. Sorry about that. Next person, uh, please. Thank you. Bharat. Yeah. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, uh, thanks for taking the call. So I had a question related, like mine is a uh, downgrade application from EV2 to EV3. Uh, so in case uh, if I uh, marry to EAD, then uh, uh, in case if I want to switch to EV2, yeah, when EV2 goes, uh, date uh, uh, is going, going forward well, uh, is that still possible? Like, uh, uh, after downgrading to EB3 and uh, then uh, marrying to EAD completely. Yes, yes you can. You can. You can do. You, you can do interfiling. Just because you got married to the EAD and EB3 EAD, you can switch to EB2 by doing interfiling. It's not prohibited if you get married though. Now, what is prohibited is if you want to file an entire new EB2 application, it's prohibited. You can't do it. But okay. to switch from EB2 to EB3. By doing interfiling, that's perfectly all right, even though you're married. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's all right. Next Ma- person, please. Madhav. Uh, hi, uh, this is Madhav. Thanks for your time. Um, I have a EB3 uh, priority date of August 20, uh, 2015 from a previous employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently changed the job and my poem was filed in March this year. So August 2015 EB3 is the priority date. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, March, I filed a poem in my new with my new employer. Uh, you said March, you, fi- you said March, you filed or December, you filed form? March, this year, March, I filed a poem. Okay. Okay. And uh, so I've been following some of your other videos. Uh, you expect that the dates will move very rapidly in the October. Mm-hmm. Is there any risk if my perm is not approved and my date becomes current by then? No, there's no risk. Other than that, the boat is there. You can't get on the boat. That's it. There's no risk. Okay. Uh, how do I find out if my previous employer still has the I-140? You can check online, which is not reliable. Okay. But there is an official method of checking it. Can you type F-O-I-A-U-S-C-I-S, please? Of course, you check, you do that in the Google. Is that right? F-O-I-A-U-S-C-I-S. Once you go there, there is an application form. I want you to file it. It's called Freedom of Information Act, U-S-C-I-S. Get an uh-huh. I-140 petition copy. It will tell you when it's been withdrawn or not. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you. So, but there is no okay. risk other than the other than missing the boat, like my, my right, H1B right, right. Other than yeah, other than missing the boat, you you are not at risk. You can still extend the H1B. You can have your spouse file for H4 EAD. Everything is good except that the boat is there and then you're not getting on it. That's it. But uh, if the dates change in October, how long the dates will remain uh, like that or will they be? Nobody knows. Take a, go to the parrot, pay $5, tell it, and that has a much better prediction rate than I do. Okay? So for March okay. form, last question, March form, will it, Will will there be approval or uh, by October or November possible? Uh, right now, we are getting the approvals that we filed in October third week and October fourth week, though. So you can guess by this time what it will be if you have filed in March. Okay, okay. that's five Thank months you. still left. So it looks like somewhere about October or November is what it looks to you for you. Next person, please. Thank you, Samuel. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. So my uh, priority date was uh, October eighth, twenty twenty, and I recently got to know that my perm was filed, and so my employer is trying to file I one fourteen premium, but right now my max out for current H one B is this month's twenty eighth, so twenty eighth of May, and so before like one or two weeks, I plan to go to India. Uh, because my max out was nearing, but then due to this COVID scenario in India and flight restrictions and all that, and then since once I go to India, I will not be able to come back. I decided to switch to my wife's H four, so oh, my nice. wife also on H one B. So I just uh, submitted for an H four, which I think the uh, they're going to just smart fight. thing, smart thing. Okay. So now my question is, if I. Uh, so my change of status I-539 will probably be filed next week sometime with an effective mm-hmm. date of 520. And mm-hmm. uh, my max, so after my max out, I'll probably just be in that authorized stay. So what, uh, like after my I-140 gets approved, which is my employer is filing it in premium. So I'm guessing it might be approved by June. So once that gets approved, how do I switch back to H1B? Like I have heard that- you you can file a change of status application from H4 to H1. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then request them for a change of status. They may do it. They may not do it. But right now, beggars can't be choosers. You don't have much option. That's mm-hmm. all you can expect right now to see that they will approve the change of status from H4 to H1. I don't know why the other law firms are unable to get it. We are able to get it. When we file the change of status application in situations where the H4 is pending, we clearly write a memo. Look, he is in period of authorized stay. When you are adjudicating the H1B, pull out the H4 application, adjudicate it so that we can get the I-94. And we can also explain right now there's a travel ban, there's a COVID, this guy can't go to the outside the country. They can explain all those scenarios and apply for a change, a change of status. We normally get those approvals. So not 100% of the time, but most of the time. So, uh, so you should try. I mean, you don't have. One other thing is that I don't want you to have a start date of um, um uh, May 20th. Have it May 18th, though. 18th. Just stop leaving. Just to leave two days, though. Because there are some officers that believe in if you complete the six years, you can't ask for any more. So no, that's the reason why. I'm sorry. sorry my phone is 28th to 8. Ah, so, you, th- so then, then put it on 25th, okay? 
put it on 25th okay. start it early okay. yeah 25th okay 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 and uh, one uh, small thing is there uh, are also some of the other people what they do is that when you file an i140 application though they file parallelly h1b extension before may 28th before the i140 also is filed before i know uh, after the i140 has been filed before it's been approved oh. with the tracking number and all those things and then face the music when the rfe comes in mm. but i do not want to rely on that h1b i want you to move to h4 i want you to stop working though so see if it works out if it works out that's much better if it doesn't you rely on the h4 got so on october may 25th or 26th i will file h for the extension hey it works out it works it doesn't work that's fine you're in you know you're not in any worse shape because otherwise if you go to h4 there is a greater possibility for you to leave the country and come back which is under the conditions not good at all yeah next person thank you sorry good but i was saying that i heard some about something about consular processing that they might give an rfe asking to convert to right consular. they will give the consular processing i'm absolutely sure they'll you'll get the consular approval that's that's guaranteed i mean but i don't want it i'm trying to avoid that consular processing next person uh, when, please kartik sorry hey rahul thank you so much for um, taking the question so i have two quick questions the first thing is um, my current uh, passport is expiring in next two months and if i renew the passport how, do i have to give uh, an updated i94 to my employer or how does that no. process work well you're you're just updating the passport you're not updating the i94 is it right all right you don't do no, anything just, just the passport the passport you don't then yeah. keep it in your pocket all right i'm i'm also i'm currently in stamp opt and this time in my h1 lottery didn't get picked up and there are some facebook groups where i got some messages that some lawyers are uh, filing a petition against usas for a h1b fraud or something charles kirk or somebody and a couple of people kept on messaging me about it is it safe to be a co-planter or i don't know much about it i don't know much about it though. but uh, i've not heard anything about it all right and just one last question so uh, this is during i was while i was doing my masters while i was interning between my first semester mid my third semester and fourth semester there was a gap of two weeks where i was not i didn't have the cpt at that time but i got paid for it even like because i continued my uh, internship will that be a challenge uh, because of it uh, you need to speak with this off the line though rather than okay. on the recorded line you need to speak off the line to a lawyer that's better okay all right next person please mayanka hey uh, here uh, so my question is uh, i'm i mean i have i have i140 approved and uh, i'm right now trying to change my job um, what's your now, priority date my priority date is 2019 august okay okay um and i mean my my h1 h1b just uh, got extended like last month and and because of that my wife's h4 and h4 ead is pending in and is in process right now so mm-hmm. what what is the risk if i change the job right now will my this will con- affect my wife's uh, uh, continuity to work uh, when is her h4 ead expiring uh september 2021 oh she can work until september 2021 absolutely no problem right so what, I wa- what if 
Go ahead. Go ahead I want you to file one more H4 and EAD extension. Okay. So, so in case like uh, if I my transfer uh, is successful and and uh, um, I mean, um, will this like uh, affect the approval of the current application of our EAD? Yeah, we have noticed that sometimes what happens. So you file current with the current company, you file the extension, is it right? Yes. For your wife? Uh, yes. There is a chance that they may deny it when they see the H1B withdrawn. I have noticed that sometimes, 10% of the time. Okay. That's the reason why I want you to file one more H4 extension with a new company. Okay. So if, uh, for example, like it can only happen when the current employer withdraws the H1B, right? If it doesn't, then there's no impact. I know, but I still don't want you to take any chances yeah. and file one more H4 Okay. And if the, if the new employer, when they file H4A, 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 and the current application is already pending, uh, th- there is no risk, right? I mean, it, it no will not depend on absolutely, the new application. Absolutely, absolutely no risk for having two H4s and EADs. The husband is the same. He didn't change. So everything is fine. No problem with it. All right. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Sit. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking up the call. Um, my H1 got approved recently and uh, my wife's H4 and H4 EAD are uh, due to expire on September 30th. Um, earlier, we thought to travel to India and then, you know, got the, get the H4 stamping done so that she can exchange her H4 EAD uh, as a standalone. Um, so since the conditions have changed right now, what would be your best suggestion? Could we, could we travel to either Mexico or Canada to get her stamping done for the no, H4? Just get- File the H4 plus EAD though. Things have changed. Um, what it was today is different on Monday because there is no biometrics required for the H4 though. Okay. Thank you, sir. I would file the H4 and EAD immediately. Immediately. Okay. okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Arul Raj. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Rahul, like, uh, good evening. See, uh, thank you. Thank you for taking up my question. Actually, my wife's H4 EA, uh, H4 is uh, denied. H4 extension is due to like a uh, silly because of like a uh, uh, we got a letter says like uh, you didn't attend the biometrics interview, okay. but yeah, the okay. letter didn't reach it at all. So like uh, meaning, if we file for a motion, right? What are the chances of uh, meaning uh, getting open or? Uh, uh, when did her I ninety four expire? It's uh, September twenty twenty. When did this denial came in? April 20. April 20. Okay. Do you have any children who are, who are, um, yes. right. Yes. Um, I would do but, one thing though. I would definitely file a motion to reopen immediately. Yes. Okay. At the same time, I would try to make an appointment for H4 outside the country. Yeah, like meaning now, like uh, it's not the right time to go back now, right? Like meaning arrival. So I know, I know, but just make an appointment though, because the reason is that what mm-hmm. if we don't get any result for the next six months though? Because she's counting the unlawful presence from the time her H1B has been, her, her H4 has been denied. Yes. So that's the reason I don't want that to pass to six months. So if you don't make an appointment right now, then you go to four months, five months, you want to make an appointment, then you will make Appointment five months later. So try to make an appointment right now, somewhere in three or four months from now. Okay. Okay. Hopefully okay. things will turn. 
In the meantime, if they do motion to reopen, everything goes good, that's fine. If doesn't, then I want to go on the secondary plan of going outside the country and getting stamping and coming back. Yeah, yes. That's okay. Fine. Thank you. Okay. Then. And and do you, what is your priority date? Do you apply for EAD or just H4? No, let me, I, I mean, I'm an I-140. Priority date is uh, like uh, February 2017. Actually, I have now okay. applied for downgrading EB3, uh, meaning there was an Smart. EB2. Now, uh, meaning that, that is in progress. Uh, EB3 is in progress. But I'm not sure like whether it will come this year. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. That's good. You're smart. You're smart. You did good that. Uh, most probably the motion to reopen will be considered very seriously though. Most probably though, because that's, that's a clear error. They should have given at least two notifications. They haven't given it. Try to go with a law firm rather than doing it by yourself though. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Because, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe not going to India and trying to file the 485 application here itself requires that motion to reopen to be approved. Okay. 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 Next person, yeah. please. Kiran? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Yes. Yes, Kiran. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, my question is very similar to this previous question. My situation is also very similar. So my H1 is approved uh and my head, my wife's h4 is denied uh, a couple days back with the same reason of uh, could not attend biometrics uh, she was sick and we were unable to attend biometric so her she was sick and you knew expired. that there was a biometrics did you call yeah i re- called and requested for a reschedule on the call the customer care told we will do it and you will get a notices uh, but i did not get any notice okay do uh, one thing please either. do one yeah. thing please do you have, did you call from your cell phone number? Obviously, there's no land phone nowadays. Yeah, so I call from cell phone. There is no recording. Right. Of it. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? There is no recording of it. I just there's no the recording. Whatever. No, 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 yeah. no, no. There's no recording. But you can go to the cell phone company online, access it at that particular time. And you have, you will have the call record that how many minutes you called that particular person. Okay. Okay, pull it out. Pull okay. it out and do the motion to reopen. And do the same thing, uh, do the same thing what I told you is that do the motion to reopen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do the motion to reopen at the same time, make an appointment outside. Okay. She's, so outside means she's counting. It does. Uh, yeah, India, yeah. India, India, because she's counting the unlawful presence right now. I'm fearful yeah. that it may, if it crosses more than 180 days, she has a three year bar. That's a danger Correct. that I want to avoid right now. Yeah. So outside the country, meaning it necessarily need to be happen in India or it has to be only in India. The reason is that yeah. if the person is unlawfully present in this country for a single day, the only country okay. they can go for stamping is India, not Mexico, not Canada. They have to oh, go to their okay. home country. It could be any consulate, but not, uh, not any consulate in India, but not any other consulates. Oh, okay. Uh, because I cannot travel right now. My wife cannot travel right now because the situation is I have two. I days. know, but, but, uh, yeah, but right now what I'm she, telling you is that do motion to yeah. reconsider, do, do both the things, not one thing. Yeah. And let's see, maybe things will, we will get a miracle drug and everything will be resolved. Who knows? They will say that to take one Tylenol in the evening, one Tylenol in the evening, morning and the corona disappears. Who knows? Try to do yeah. both the things. Don't rely on motion to reconsider. Okay. Because okay. once it comes to 180 days, it is really going to be a problem yeah. for me. 
Okay. Right. If it's 180 yeah. days, that creates a problem. So I'm trying to, trying to see if this doesn't work, then you have to go to the other method. Okay. Now, next person, please. Allavi. Hey, Rahul, this is Manjesh here. I have a quick question. Uh, uh, my priority date is, uh, November 2018. My question is, mm-hmm. should we consider downgrading to EB3? And because we are looking to change the job as well. So just wanted to understand. What do you mean change uh, the job? Move to a different company? Yes. I wouldn't move it if I were you. But, but yeah, again, uh, you know, uh, you were recommending not to shift jobs uh, and downgrade it to EB3. Will there be any issues over there? No, I just wanted to understand the risk. The priority definitely, definitely, definitely I would downgrade it because I am kind of person I would invest in immigration if I were, when I was. Uh, I don't care about a couple of thousand dollars to be having two tickets to go to heaven. Whichever comes earlier, I will go. But right now with 2018, I'm not going to move. That's me. I mean, uh, and, and right now, I don't know. I've, I've seen this market of IT market is so hot. I mean, you right. put any damn resume, you put any software there, the offers that they are giving is like, my son just graduated and then, dang, I'm, this is just, I, mean, I feel like throwing out my office and just going and joining an IT. <laughs> the offers are so good. So I understand, but do you want to come here for the next seven, eight years? I don't want to. I mean, not to the Zoom conferences like this. So I would not, but it's up to you. Okay. I would downgrade. I would downgrade if I were you because it, 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 it won't harm you in any way because you still have EB2. You still have EB3. You're not going to lose anything. I would downgrade and have both the options ready for me. That's what I would okay. do right now. Okay. Shifting. And I'm telling is- all the people, I'm telling all the people to, to pre-prepare your application, make it ready. Uh, maybe, you know, up to 2018, I'm telling all the people, pre-prepare your application, make it ready. Don't do the hodgepodge in October. Do it well, very early in. Uh, b- before you know before july so that everything is ready for, by that time so downgrade is good but uh, shifting jobs is not good right that's not that's, good. that's my opinion sir that is my opinion next okay. person thank you chandra sure hi rahul uh, i have a question i'll go to the next three callers guys before yeah go ahead chandra yeah my my period is october 2015 uh, this is with company a and I left this company mm-hmm. in 2017, 2017 December. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm basically, uh, my one, my 140 is withdrawn after 180 days, but still I can get my six year after beyond six year extension. Now mm-hmm. this, this company A was acquired by company B in 2018 and they mm-hmm. filed amendment for all the employees who are actually working at that time. But since I left company A and they withdraw my 140, Let's say now if I join company B, can I, can I basically file a new, a new I-140 based on the company A's form? Um, so you are telling me that company A is acquired by company B. Yes. Is right? And they yes. did the, they did the I-140 transfers. We call it as a successor of interest and there were that not many a- issues. There were not many yes. issues on yeah, yeah, it. You can go to company, you can go to company B and they can file the I-140 without filing a form right now. Okay. Okay. And okay. That makes sense. Okay. One last question is, 
I want to I want to join this company B, which is an in, in company B as a concurrent filing H1B. You can. Uh, then do we have any requirement that the company, if I file 485, the company B is filing 485, then I have to be work for only like for, uh, minimum 20 hours or 40 hours? Is any requirement is there or? No, you don't even have to work for that company at all for you to file an I-140. It's not a legal requirement. It may be a requirement for the immigration lawyer because the ability to pay becomes an issue sometimes. It may be a requirement of the company. Legally, there is nothing required that you must work for company B. Yes, the reason I'm, the reason only I'm planning to go to company B is because let's say the dates come, become. I know why you're going. We all know why you're going. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And then there is no requirement such like 20 hours is required or 40 hours. There's no requirement. It is no requirement, but it's up to the company, though. They fix their rules. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Next person, please. Anni? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the question. Um, I just have a general question uh, on 485. I'm sorry if this, this sounds like a duplicate question, but um, my EB2 priority date is uh, July 2015. Um, should I, uh, like... Do I have enough odds to start my 485 preparation or, uh, do you have just, what? Like, are there, should I prepare my 485? Uh, uh let me ask you this or? question. Are, is your company willing to downgrade for you or not? Uh, yeah, they might be able to, but I haven't asked, but I've seen cases well, where better, they, they're open. You better ask them. You better okay. speak with them. Because this is a time to negotiate with them right now, not in September and October, where the HR will be busy, immigration lawyers will be busy. This is the time. Yeah, uh, if I were you, I would do two things. I mean, the other gentlemen, there are other people are filing. They are filing the downgrade. They're spending that money. And if I were you, I would file the downgrade application right now if your company is willing to, if your company is willing to. And I'll prepare a 482 application, make it ready too. I will file the downgrade application right now. But believe me one thing, the company has to be ready. If the company says, no, we are not going to file, you don't have an option. The other thing is that if the company says, no, we're going to file when the prior date becomes current. That still is fine with me. Okay. So, yeah, just like a follow-up for that. So, would EB2 reach July 2015 fast or EB3 would reach July 2015 fast? Give a toss to your wife. Tell her, call her heads to heads or tail, okay? Ask her which one will come faster, okay? Then let her pick it. If something goes wrong, blame her. Okay. 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 I, okay. I, I thought you might have. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a hit and miss. I get it. Yeah. It's a hit and miss. The way EB2 and EB3 will go is going to be just like Los Angeles lanes. Which one will go faster? For some reason, the lane that I sit in, it always stays in LA. I don't know why. So it, give a toss to your wife. That's the best thing. Anything happens on my name, blame her. Next person, please. Thank you. But I would like, I would like to have both tickets to EB2 and EB3 available for me to go to heaven. Next person, please. Verna? Uh, hello. Uh, uh, actually this is my wife's name, but uh, my name is Murli and, uh, uh, I would like to ask a question that my current status is I'm an L1B, um, mm-hmm. and I worked as a manager in the in Indian company of course, which is a which is a subsidiary of the U.S. company which I'm working. 
Uh, now I'm working as an indi uh, individual uh, contributor, uh, full-time employee in the company. And my company is uh, uh, willing to uh, do my H1. And of course, they uh, they filed it. And and in the visa, basically, uh, you know, um, in the lottery, basically, it was picked up. So there is a chance that in future, I might become a manager in U.S., but now I'm not. And in India, I'm a manager in 2000, up to until September, uh, end of September 2019. So what are the chances for me to uh, to go to an EB, uh, uh, EB1 category? Well, it's not that you are just a manager. You must be a higher level manager. You must be managing managers, though, to get to the EB1A category, though. Um, if you definitely move to a manager level in USA, it all depends on the graph. How many people are, this is your level, this is another level. How many people are under this level will determine though. If you're just managing four people, that's not easy to get EB1. But if you're managing four people, these four people are managing 20 people. Let's say, for example, they are all reporting to this one. This one is reporting to you here. And the same thing in USA you're doing, you have a higher probability of getting the EB1A approved though. Um, in EB1 the meantime, EB1C, EB1C, oh, sorry, EB1C, sorry, sorry okay. EB1C okay. approved. In the okay. meantime, did you file for EB2 or EB3 or you did not? It is in the process. The perm uh, okay, is in process okay. for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would take a risk if you move to a manager level. If you get the denial, that's fine. It's not going to harm you anyway. I will take a risk if you go to the manager level to file EB1A, EB1C. Okay. So now my my H1, uh, I think they are filing next week uh, for the approval. So in H1 uh, description, do I do need? Uh, so if if I go to the manager level, sometime later basically. So so it is, is not. Any... It is not. It is not at this point of time what you are doing. The question is what were you doing in India? What would you be doing later on? Once you get an EB1C. So practically, if you are not a manager right now, you can still fire an EB1C if your future job is going to be manager. If my future job, sorry, can you repeat that? Is going to be the manager level, higher level manager level. Okay. okay. They can still fire an EB1C right now. After you get the green card, we'll give you the higher level manager. That's fine. They can still file it. Even though you're not working right now, they can still file it. They can still file it. I'll go to the okay. last one. I'll go to the Thank last you. caller today, guys. The next conference call is tomorrow uh, on Monday at 3.30. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube. And uh, uh, we do have a TV Asia live uh, at 3 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Last caller today. Rama? Uh, thanks for taking my call, um, uh, Raghul. So I filed my uh, 485 in November. Um, mm -hmm. I'm completing the six month on end of this November, 20, May 23rd. Um, mm -hmm. And I have... Planning to switch back to the employer. Um, is that a safe to move after only 80 days? You already have your I-140 approved? Yes. Okay. Switch back. What do you mean switch back? I'm changing the employer um, to different employer. So right, you are currently working with company A. You're going to go Correct. to company B. Correct. Yeah, you can move. That's absolutely right. You have your I-140 approved. Um, you have your EAD approved. Uh, EAD, I have a fingerprint on 26th, so EAD is not going to be. Well, EAD is not fingerprint. Fingerprint is different than EAD. If you yeah. don't have an EAD approved, you have to file a H1B 
and you okay. have to file a 485j supplement both okay sure yep. but if you have an ead all you do is file a 485j supplement too. it's relatively safe if your i140 is approved it's mm-hmm. relatively safe safe okay sure and okay. one more thing right yeah and i'm planning to submit the medical interfiling so is that as part of the 485j is that recommended to submit or i can submit right away Uh, if you are submitting 485j supplement it's better to submit at that time okay thank okay. you sir okay yep. then thank you sure thanks thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review For more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day